God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. This is Will Rice, and First Light is a brief Bible challenge encouraging you to read God's Word, to think about God's Word, and to live it in real life. No matter what you believe, and no matter what your belief system is, at some point, if you ask why long enough, you come back to what you might call primary assumptions. If you believe that the universe evolved over time and chance, if you keep asking why, 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 or where did, the, where did the explosion come from, where did the gases come from, or whatever the case, eventually you come back to a, a primary assumption. Um, ultimately, all of us believe in a universe created ex nihilo, that is, out of nothing. And whatever that force is, it is God-like. And so all of us come back to some kind of primary assumptions. If, if you are a believer, if you know there is a God, then eventually you come back to uh, things like the Trinity. There's, there's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Now, can I explain that? No. If I were God, I would understand. If He is God, then of course I do not understand because He transcends both the universe that He created and my feeble mind. Um, if you trace back uh, the sovereignty of God and the free will of man, there comes a point at which you either risk putting God in a box or you accept that there are just some primary assumptions. God is sovereign and, and men are responsible for the choices they make and God gives them choices. When it comes to Christmas, when it comes to the Christmas story in Luke chapter 2, you cannot understand Christmas until you understand two things. First of all, that Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus Christ is God that God the Son manifested Himself as a, a baby in a manger, Jesus of Nazareth, and second of all, that Jesus humbled Himself as man. Now, that is the entire framework, the entire context of the Christmas story. It is, it is a, a story of submission. You know, I sometimes think that submission must be the most difficult form of humility. If I'm magnanimous, if someone tells me how great I am and then I, I just kind of put my hands up and say, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm nothing. Now, that's noble. I don't, I don't know how you win for losing on this, but being magnanimous is not the ultimate humility. That's fairly easy to do. Being a, a humble is most difficult when it, when it means you're being submissive, submissive. And when you look at the story of the Christ child, it's all about submission. Three examples of this are found in Luke 2. First of all, government. In Luke 2, 1, the Bible says, And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. The Bible goes on to tell us that Jesus was born where he was born in Bethlehem because Joseph and Mary were acting in submission to the, the Roman government, the Roman Caesar. Now, Joseph intentionally obeyed Caesar, but Caesar was unintentionally obeying God because in Micah 5.2, the Bible tells us that, that this Savior would be born in Bethlehem. So, when the Bible says, where is he that is born king of the Jews, Jesus did not become king. He is king. He was born king. And yet, this king of the Jews, this king of the universe, in the form of the Christ child, submitted to the taxes of, of Roman government. Um, that may kind of uh, amplify the, the uh, teaching he gave on that question later on when he was asked, should we pay tribute to Caesar. Second of all, you see the submission of the Christmas story in the temple law. In verse 22, the Bible says, And when the days of her, Mary's, 
purification according to the law of Moses were accomplished. They brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Now earlier, the Bible says that Jesus is the Savior, the Christ, the Lord. And yet here, to be in compliance with the law of Moses, Mary brought the Lord Jesus to uh, the temple uh, to present him to the Lord. So literally, the Lord was presented to the Lord. Now, if that doesn't make your brain flip-flop, I don't know what will. And by the way, they, they gave basically the sacrifice of a poorer uh, family. They didn't give the most costly uh, sacrifices. They gave what was allowed, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. That's what they gave. 2 Corinthians 8-9 truly says, uh, For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. Friend, you can't understand Christmas unless you accept that Jesus is God and that he humbled himself not by being born in a manger, but by being born at all. Finally, you see not only in the context of government and the temple law, but of the home itself. In verse 51, the Bible talks about Jesus and about Joseph and Mary. And the Bible says, And Jesus went down with them, Joseph and Mary, and came to Nazareth and was subject unto them. But his mother kept all these sayings in her heart. Well, I guess so. You realize that God the Son submitted himself to a Jewish carpenter and a young Jewish girl. I say young Jewish girl. I don't know her age, but she... She could not have been far out of her teens if she was out of her teens at all. We're talking about the God of the universe, and this indeed was a cause for Mary to ponder, think, wow, what is going on here? When Elizabeth addressed Mary, she called Mary the mother of my Lord. Mary, in verses 48 and 49, talks about thy father, and Jesus talks about my father. Mary says, behold, thy father, and I have sought thee sorrowing. She's talking about Joseph. Jesus replies, how is it that ye sought me? Didn't you know, wished ye not, that I must be about my father's business? Mary was talking about Joseph. Jesus was talking about God. Joseph was there for the birth of Jesus, but Jesus was there for the birth of the universe. You know, the whole ancient scriptures, the entirety of ancient scriptures, talks about how infinite God Jehovah is, how no one has ever seen him. Solomon talked about this, about the, 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 how huge God is compared even to his magnificent temple, the temple that Solomon built. And yet, Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So that 2,000 years ago, on a night very few people even recognized the God of the universe. What did he look like? He looked like a child. And you cannot understand Christmas as you might until you understand that Jesus is God and that he humbled himself, became obedient as God the man, as God man, as God the Son.